0: Hear these words from the Gospel of Luke about Jesus' entry into Jerusalem. When he had come near Bethphage and Bethany at the place called Mount of Olives, he sent two of his disciples, saying, Go into the village ahead of you, and as you enter it you will find there a colt that has been tied and never ridden. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks you, Why are you untying it? Just say this, The Lord needs it. So those who were sent departed and found it just as he had told them. As they were untying the colt, its owners asked them, Why are you untying the colt? They said, The Lord needs it. Then they brought it to Jesus, and after throwing their cloaks on the colt, they set Jesus on it. As he rode along, people kept spreading their cloaks on the road. He was now approaching the path down from Mount of Olives. The whole multitude of the disciples began to praise God joyfully with a loud voice for all the deeds of power they had seen saying blessed is the king who comes in the name of the lord peace in heaven and glory in the highest heaven some of the pharisees in the crowd said to him teacher order your disciples to stop he answered i tell you if these were silent the stones would shout out as he came near and saw the city he wept over it saying if you Even you had only recognized on this day the things that make for peace. May God bless the reading of this word. Here we are at Palm Sunday. Probably not what we expected when we started Lent six weeks ago. We are here as we conclude the series on gifts of the Darkwood, finding ourselves with the gift of misfits. Now, I don't know about you, but every time I hear of the crowd shouting and waving palm branches and laying down their coats, I have a image in my mind of an old movie. It's called *The Knight's Tale*, and in *The Knight's Tale*, this knight who really shouldn't be one is riding into London, about to uh, prepare for the tournament, and the crowds are going crazy, and His ragged band of people that are a whole group of misfits in and of themselves are looking around wondering how they got here. Now, I kind of imagine that kind of uh, ragtag group of people with Jesus following him around. That ragtag group that Jesus still has following him. Because you see, we're all kind of this class of misfits. Misfits. But you know what? It used to be one of those things that if you didn't fit in, then you were embarrassed or ashamed. Anymore, there's so many things out now that encourage us to stand out. And in this, as we come through this time and we get to this time in the story of Jesus where we are understanding that being a misfit and being among Misfits is in and of itself a gift. We recognize that perhaps we wouldn't have noticed that without the surroundings of the dark wood. As we come to this time, we might feel isolated and alone. We don't feel like we're part of misfits, we just feel alone and ostracized, but we're not. We're all in this together, and we'll get through this together. And On the other side, regardless of what might be happening, when we come back together, we will handle it all together and with one another. Because you see, these misfits are drawn together by a common purpose and a common spirit. We are united in a bond that we take for granted quite often. We are united in a, a, a community of faith that We might not even know the names of everyone there. But we're all in this together. It's all one of those times where we can fully appreciate that we are not alone. God is with us, but God's people are there in spirit. Pick up the phone. Call somebody. If you feel lonely, if you feel like, You have spent way too much time with your own thoughts. Pick up the phone. Call one of the community of faith. They'll be there for you. And I hope that in this time that we have been um, safer in place and are now sheltering in place. We might remember this now more than ever, that we are united in the body of Christ wherever we are. Not meeting in a building doesn't mean anything. We are still there to reach out and to help one another, and technology has made that possible in some fantastic ways. And I hope that we continue this when, on the other side of this, we can once again meet in a building, that we might remember that we are connected and we need to stay connected, that technology is helpful and useful not only in keeping contact with, with our own but in reaching out to others to invite them to the family. This is a time that we remember Jesus and this ragtag group. It's one of those times that when we awaken in the dark wood, the sky looks a little brighter. We have Holy Week ahead of us, but Easter's on the end of it. We have times of sorrow and sadness and probably more than a few moments of madness in, in our future as far as sheltering in place, but whatever may happen, even if we cannot shake hands or hug, even if all we can do is to look on the face of a loved one that faces there and looking back at us, we should appreciate it. We should appreciate um, the freedom we have to move around. We should appreciate not just having to come together and going to church, but that we are actually able to. This should change us all in ways that are positive, because that's how God works in the world. God works good in us that we might not do on our own. So as we come to the close, and we're about to embark on Holy Week, in just a moment we will be observing Holy Communion, as I mentioned earlier. You see, the table of Christ is extended to your table today. And it's open to everyone. No one is excluded from the table of grace. And so as we go to this place, I would just invite you to understand that you are one of a band of misfits and we're all in this together. Amen.